Hi everyone, welcome to another episode on Cafe Aesthetics. My name is Carl Clark and we're diving into questions and answers. So I have a list of about seven questions that were posed to me by a curious listener. So let's say Amara is her name. She is actually 33, real estate agent and mom, and she's had some treatments done in the past, but she's still a bit apprehensive on additional treatments. So let's look at the first question. Is it true that Botox leaves permanent changes or damage after it weakens the muscle? This is a great question. But to answer this question, let's look at what Botox does. Now, when I say Botox, we're talking about Botox, Dysport, Xeomine, Juveau, all of the toxins on the market today. So what does Botox do? So Botox basically relaxes the muscles. In relaxing the muscles, we get less lines and less wrinkles. The main culprit for most of the wrinkles we have when smiling, laughing, and talking is muscle activity. So if we're using Botox or Dysport to relax that muscle activity, then we're actually creating an avenue for the skin to heal and to look smoother throughout a long period of time. Constant muscle activity, for example, on the forehead, the crow's feet, or between the eyebrows, constant muscle activity is what creates wrinkles. So by reducing or removing this muscle activity, we're removing the wrinkles. However, does it leave permanent damage to the muscle after? The answer here is categorically no. Botox, Dysport, Xeomine, all of these toxins on market does not leave permanent damage to the skin or to the muscles after it has worn off. Now we have studies from many years. Botox has been used since the 1940s, 50s, 60s. It became commercial in the 70s. It was used for unusual eye movements and then it was used for wrinkles starting around the 80s and more frequently in the 90s. These are when the studies were being done so this product could be FDA approved as a wrinkle remover. So we've got over 70, 80 years of Botox use. 70 to 80 years minimum of Botox use. And there's no permanent damage to anyone having this treatment done under normal circumstances. So let's jump into the second question. My friends tell me not to do Botox and I should weigh as much as I can before doing it. Likely around the age of 40. They say that once you start using it more then other areas will start being affected and then you will need Botox all over the face all the time. So I get this question maybe once or twice a week. And the thing is, why would you wait 
until you're 40 or 50 to start doing a treatment that keeps you looking youthful and refreshed. Isn't it wiser to start as early as possible so that your skin never becomes worn, so that your skin never develops these deep lines or this thinness in the skin? that makes the crow's feet or the forehead lines or the wrinkles around the mouth. Isn't it better to start earlier so that you can preserve your youthfulness for a much longer time? So the answer here is don't start Botox at 40 or 50 or 60. Even at 30 sometimes is a stretch. The best time to start doing Botox is when you start noticing lines that are affecting your mood. When you start noticing lines that are changing the way you feel about yourself. When you start noticing creases that doesn't make you feel as good. Remember, there's a psychological component to Botox. This makes you feel better because you see yourself as being better. When you see yourself as being better, you're going to treat everyone else a little better, I believe. You're going to treat yourself better because you're going to want to maintain how youthful and how nicer and smoother you look. So don't wait until 40. By 40, you're going to have so much more work to do and you're going to spend much more money. Remember, these treatments are an investment. So find the right practitioner, someone that you trust. And stay looking fresh and young from as young as possible to as old as possible. So if you need to start using Botox at 21 because your genetic code says that you're going to start getting wrinkles around your crow's feet at 21, then start using Botox at 21. Who's to say you shouldn't? Think about preserving your beauty. Question number three. What is the difference in the skin color and types? Which skin type would need Botox at a younger age? For example, very white or pale skin versus very dark skin. Which one would start to need Botox sooner? I love this question because it tells us that we are all different. That's right. We are all different. We're not all the same. But that's what makes us so amazing we are all different so pale skin dark skin that doesn't matter you can have dark skin and start to wrinkle as early as 18 to 21 years old you can have pale skin white skin and wrinkled around the same time so we constantly hear that black don't crack however that is also another myth. Black certainly cracks and creases. However, the evidence of that is not easily noticed unless you kind of know what you're looking for. The main culprit for aging wrinkles in the face is going to be two top winners. One, your genetic code your body telling you what's going to happen at what time in your life. These are controlled by telomeres. And number two is 
the sun, your external environment. The sun will definitely create a lot more wrinkles if you're not under protection. So here, skin color doesn't matter at all. The two most important factors is your genetic code and your external environment, not your skin tone or your skin type. Now the skin tone and the skin type does matter, but not when it comes to Botox and treatments. Doesn't matter that much. But there's so much I can discuss with the differences in skin color and wrinkles, just not with Botox, because it really doesn't matter. We will discuss skin type in another episode, but when it comes to Botox, it doesn't matter. What matters is how do you feel when you look at yourself, when are your lines starting, and what are you going to do about them? Let's jump into question number four. I heard one can use Botox to relax my teeth from grinding at night. This is called bruxism. Bruxism is a condition where you grind or clench your teeth at night and thus create pain and discomfort in the jaw. Now the question here is, will that go away if you're having Botox treatments done? The short answer is yes. And that is, what's creating the problem and the pain in your jaw is the amount of pressure your masseter muscles, those are the muscles right there just below and in front of the earlobe on the jaw, those are the muscles that clench and grind your teeth. And those muscles are creating so much pressure on your temporal mandibular joint. That's the joint that your lower jaw, the mandible, connects to the rest of your skull. And in that joint, there's small meniscus, similar to the meniscus in the knees. And it's a small little cartilage disc that helps the movement of that joint. Now, hypermasseter motion, which creates bruxism, which is grinding the teeth at night, will be reduced or eliminated if you're having Botox done in this muscle. It has to be done the right way. It has to be placed the right way. Otherwise, you get no results. But yes, on this question, you can use Botox to reduce or eliminate the grinding at night that will create more wear and tear on your teeth, but also will create very hyper strong, robust muscles, the master muscles, which can give you more of a square shape to your face as well. Awesome question. Question number five. Can a minor under the age of 18 years old use Botox and lip fillers without parent consent? Here, let's start by saying there's no time limit and there's no time to start Botox. That is the correct time. So you can have Botox at five years old and at 95 years old, it depends on what you're having it done for. Remember, Botox is used not only for beauty, but it's used for a whole slew of medical conditions. Hyperspasticities within any muscle joint or glands around the body, Botox can be used for. 
sweating persistently botox is used for under the arm soles of the feet and the palm of the hands sweating is used on the detrusor muscles for overactive bladder conditions botox is also used for intestinal issues botox can be used to help heal wounds quicker botox can be used on scars botox is used for strabismus there are so many applications for the use of botox that why would you need to be a certain age to start using it remember botox is a tool botox is a drug there's nothing fascinating about it there's nothing magical about it there's nothing terrifying about it botox is just a tool here for example if you are 75, 85, or 95 years old, and you have wrinkles on your forehead that you want to have smoother because the muscles on your forehead are very uh, strong or hyperactive, why can't you have Botox done? If you're 75, 85, or 95, doesn't make any sense. If you are 15 years old and you're having bruxism, grinding of the teeth, why can't you use Botox for that purpose? Now, I don't believe anyone condones having Botox done as a teenager for beauty circumstances. However, if the question is, is it dangerous? My answer would be no. There are no studies and there's no indication that shows that it's dangerous. However, it's frowned upon and it shouldn't be done because it might create psychological harm to the teenager. However, if the question is, is it dangerous to have Botox done under the age of 18? The answer is no. There's no danger. Another question. Can someone under the age of 18 have Botox done without parents' consent? That, the answer is no. Parental consent is necessary if the patient is a minor. Period. Is there any harm in having it done if you're a minor? The answer is no. Should it be done? I don't believe so. Let's jump into question number six. I like to ask questions and see for myself when an injector opens the Botox bottle and mix it. What should I be asking and what should I expect if I want good Botox that lasts six months? Wow, these are multi-segment questions, I must say. So the first is, I like to ask questions and see for myself when an injector opens Botox. Yes, you should know how that Botox is being mixed. However, some practices may mix the Botox before the patient comes in just to save time. I have done that in the past. Um, some patients want to see uh, the product being mixed in front of them. This all boils down to trust. Do you trust your practitioner? If the answer is no, or if it's the first time you're seeing this practitioner, you must witness them mixing that product because how can you trust them if you've never been treated by them before, if you don't know their personality of the office, if you don't know whether uh, um, you're getting what you're paid for, you should see that bottle being mixed. I like to mix my Botox in front of my patients however if it's a very very busy day if i'm seeing 15 to 25 patients that day and it's just really crazy it just saves me time if the botox is already mixed again it boils down to do you trust your provider if you trust me 
then you know you're gonna get the same thing that I've been doing for the past 15 plus years my botosis miss consistently with the same amount reconstituted the same amount and administered the same way that question do you trust your provider if you've only been to that person a few times you should see that botox being missed now the second part of that question is what should i ask and what should i expect if i want good botox to last for six months now here's the thing botox does not last for six months typically the effects may last up to six months but this depends on the patient the average longevity of Botox results is approximately four months that's right one two three four four months if for example your Botox doesn't last four months it could be the injectors fault it could be the manufacturers fault or it could be the fault of the patient seldom but it could be the fault of the patient, meaning that the patient's muscles recover faster. Now, it shouldn't last only two months, no. Typically, I would tell patients that the treatment should last anywhere between three and five months. That means that as the Botox is wearing away, your muscle recovery creeps upward becoming stronger slowly over time so at month number two you should have 50% movement and at month number four you should have a hundred percent movement however that's not the same for everyone so the answer here is that Botox should last anywhere between three and five months if you are getting consistently four months or five months or six months then continue with that provider continue with that doctor that nurse or PA because if you go elsewhere they're mixing the product slightly different so if the combination of product being mixed lasts this long for you don't think you're gonna get it somewhere else because you're shopping for a, a cheaper price I find that cheaply priced Botox doesn't last because it's diluted way too much there's only one company per Botox product that sells this product in the US so your practitioner isn't getting it at such an unbelievable price that they can charge you so much cheaper absolutely not if you're doing Groupon Botox yeah I don't think your treatments would ever last you're kind of just wasting your money let's jump into question number seven does good Botox last six months or is it only four months well the answer to question number six works here as well does good Botox last six months Botox once it's injected goes directly to the nerves which acts on the muscle and you get your smoothness so Botox doesn't last in the skin longer than a few minutes <laughs> seriously once Botox is injected it's not the same Botox after a few minutes and some would argue even after a few seconds Botox doesn't last that long the effects of it will last three to five months on average being four once Botox is injected it goes directly to the cells and it does its job and there's no more Botox left the effects of what is done last much longer 
that was an episode on Q&A on Amara, 33-year-old who had questions on her Botox treatments and whether she should continue and having fears. So these were some myths that were debunked on Botox treatments. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative. There'll be lots more um, in the near future. Please, if you have any comments, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, anything that you have to say, if you're listening to me on your phone, you can go directly into messages and you can message me any questions or updates or feedback that you may have. Have a great day, stay safe, and most of all, stay beautiful.